Welcome to Positive Reaction Podcast. My name is Danielle C. Aguilar, better known as Dr. D. My name is Dr. Edwin Serrano, better known as Dr. Pepper, and we are not your average physical therapist, and we will get you ready to react at any given moment. We are here to question healthcare to help you make the best decision to get back to your active lifestyle. Listen, what I wanted to say, say first, we are at a point in the summer, we are what, this is July, after 4th of July, and I need to say it to all of our awesome listeners that you are a new dad. I am a new dad. Well, yes. I've had other people call me daddy. Oh my God. But, <laughs> but this is... <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. So yes, uh, I just wanted to take a couple minutes. I just wanted to see how the dad life is treating you. Dad life is going well. It was a little rough at first. Um, him coming home. Hold on. Like, I'm sorry. I need to know. How's Flor? Oh my God. So let me tell you. A oh bit no. This. So birth story, birth story, birth story, birth story. <laughs> so Sunday morning, she wakes up. She goes to CrossFit. Of course. On Sunday? They uh, have on it on Sunday? Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay, yeah. go. Yeah. Um, and so she wakes up and she's like, yeah. Uh, she goes to CrossFit and she's like, hey, I think my mucus plug broke. I said, so those of you who know, like when your prey go and your mucus plug breaks, like your labor, it takes anywhere from like a few days to a couple of weeks. Like it's almost there. So then she says, oh, I'm starting to get cramps. Which cramps? What are they? Contractions. Right? Yes. So my wife calls them cramps. So then <laughs> we're there, and I'm like, okay, like, we'll probably take a while. It takes maybe a couple of days, and we'll be in the hospital. So then that whole day, we're tracking contractions. And by, like, 7 o'clock, she's averaging 7 to 8 an hour. Mm-hmm. So if you're averaging 12 an hour, 3 to 5 minutes, 1 every 3 to 5, then you go to the hospital. I'm so proud of you. Right? So uh, then I'm like, ah, I think we're going to be in the hospital tonight. I told her. She's like, no, no, it's still too early. <laughs> we're not going to be in the hospital. And I'm like, no, it sounds about right. And then she pulls out her phone and she's like, yeah, let me look at the workout for tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, this baby is going to be a workout. I'm like, shut your mouth. Right. And so. You need to prepare. 10 o'clock hits and she's getting like 15 contractions an hour. Ooh. And I'm she's like, doomed. I think we're, it's time to go. And then on top of that, my wife is like trying to walk around the house. We have like little stairs in the mudroom. And she walks down the stairs, walking up and down backwards. And then she falls down the stairs. Oh, my gosh. So I hear her yelling and crying. So then me and her sister rush, and she fell. And she literally, one of those corners on one of the steps, she got on her butt, started bleeding. Like, oh, she, she fell, fell bad. hard. She fell. Yeah, yeah, she fell. So then she scared us. Like, she's having contractions. She fell. <laughs> um, this is the first time I'm hearing this, and I'm scared. And so then, you know, it's 10 o'clock. I'm like, man, we're going to be in the hospital tonight. Like, mm-hmm. there's no ends. It's her butt. I tell Flo, hey, let's get ready. She's like, no, no, they're going to send us back to the hospital, back to the house because it's too early. Contractions aren't that bad. She's like, ah, ah, and, like, you know, <laughs> and I was like, okay. So my wife has a history of like having regular like um, periods, mm-hmm. right? So Which is good. Which is good. But she gets really bad cramps. Oh, so, her so she's like numb. Yeah, she's numb to it. Wow. wow. That's a boss. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, like. And so I'm like, I'm going to try and nap because I think by midnight we're going to head out. Like, And so we end up, we end up like around 11 o'clock and she's having, you know, these contractions like, hey, let's go. Like, let's just go. She's like, no, 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 I'm okay. We have the diaper bag ready. We have everything ready, clothes packed. Like, let's just go. So then we get in the car. We drive at 11, get to the hospital by 1130. 
by midnight we walk in she's admitted they tell her uh they check her she's six centimeters dilated wow six centimeters and then they tell her yep you're staying you ain't going anywhere you ain't going nowhere (laughs) so uh long story long we midnight uh five o'clock five a.m baby came yay five a.m five hours five hours in the hospital baby came my wife rx'd her birth (laughs) and by what i mean by rx is she went all natural no meds no meds. Oh my gosh! Nothing. I need to call her. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Did she? Did she? Orig- that was original plan. So she planned for it, but she's like, I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to take drugs. Like it's just going to happen. And so she wasn't like opposed to the idea. She wasn't opposed to it, but she like throughout her whole pregnancy, ate healthy, no drugs, didn't take anything. Even during when she oh, got I'm COVID so early in the pregnancy, she never. She's just a big person of like big proponent of not doing any kinds of drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, for herself or for the baby, she ate clean. Everything we bought for the baby was all organic, grass-fed, wow, you know, yeah, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she just didn't want it, and I think she just our extra birth. Well said. <laughs> I felt like that's super fitting for Floyd. I mean, if anyone who knows his wife, my friend, she's just really good about staying healthy and in very in like in tune with her body so i'm not surprised that she didn't have any she didn't need any medication yeah. i am just blown away right now it was so funny because i was telling that to one of our patients that she works out with and she said yeah i told Floyd she didn't have to rx her birth and it looks like she did and ever since she said that i was like that's what she did yes heck she yeah RX her birth. that is our i mean to those that need it for those females that you know were pregnant and had yeah, to yeah. do it, it, it there's that's nothing wrong saying, with it nothing right. wrong with it I, it's just one of those things like if you get the opportunity and you can capitalize that's exactly what floated in yeah she's you know just, and, and we had a doula too which helped a lot oh that's awesome so i'm a big doula, advocate of that the doula like helped like i think we met with the doula twice up to the labor mm-hmm, day mm-hmm. day of labor pregnancy whatever yeah um day of birth day of birth birthday <laughs> birthday <laughs> Um, uh. and she was there I mean she it was funny because she was just at the same hospital oh she was She and she was there like the day that same day early on in the morning mm-hmm. like midday early morning with another birth wow and, did she show up to us and then she came to us <gasps> like uh, she's like oh it's probably gonna take a while no and then I like send her all the stats like you know <laughs> 60 meters dilated 90% effaced negative 2 and she's like oh so that baby's coming I'll be right there and she literally got there within 20 minutes. Wow. And she was there for the whole five hours. She's like, yeah, this baby's coming. Um, five hours five she hours. was there. Yeah. Isn't that about right anyway? No, but most people say the first birth takes, you know, a long time. No, no, no. That That's, I'm saying like for the doula to be there from like start to yeah, finish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're there from start to finish. Yeah, but sometimes okay. it takes longer. Yeah. And yeah, five hours isn't bad. It sounds long in oh, my mind. Long. I don't know why. I was like why. dozing off and like, you got this baby. And I was like, how's oh, you got this? <laughs> You're asleep. You can do it. <laughs> you can do it. It's stupid. And yeah. So, new parents. Love new it. Parents. It's it's good. It's an emotional roller coaster. But really? It's good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I, okay. I like it. I'm ha- and healthy baby boy. Healthy baby boy. Having trouble with his feeding, but he has a uh, lip tie. Oh, okay. And a tongue tie, so okay. we're going to go to the dental office. Oh, to, mm-hmm. He might get that uh, revi- revised. Yeah, I was going to say revised. Re- oh, reconstructed just sounded like yeah. a heavy word, so uh, revised is like better. Just so you can eat, like, latch better. Yeah, that's better. Uh, when are you going to do that? Friday. Sweet. So in two days. Well, all um, the congratulations. Gracias, gracias. It's funny because our talk today was either going to be a newborn or this topic that we're about to talk about. Yeah. It seems like and now we just did it both. Yeah. Because I feel like people, I wanted to know, and this is literally our scheduled time to talk, so not only do all you listeners get to listen 
to what you know is a topic but you know personal life as well yeah i feel like it's good as well so that's a terrible segue to what we're going to talk about yes but we were what we wanted to talk about was skill and how Mm -hmm. important is skill um to play I'm, a sport. Yeah, to play a sport. And I'm just thinking of a title and you've been really clever about thinking about titles. I'm really curious to know what you come up with this time. We'll see. Anyway, so the question is, do you need to have a skill to play a sport? And whenever I pose a question as when it's more of like if it's a yes, then it's probably we're not gonna talk about it, but he's like, Yes, but or yes and this or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's everything's all dependent. Especially in our field. Everything is dependent. There's so much gray area. It depends. So initially, what did you say when I asked you the question? Uh, I, I said no. At I said first. At first. But then, yes, to excel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You didn't say that part. And that, that's yeah. exactly what I was going to say is you want to have the fundamentals before you can even perfect a skill, mm-hmm. uh, is in my opinion. There's so many ways to look at it. And I think that's why I wanted to talk about it because I have a lot of raw, talented athletes that are not very skilled right like they don't have the perfected movements quote unquote but they can play and then they have the work ethic and and, gosh the work ethic is a big one so for me what comes to mind i think we talked about her earlier was my sister-in-law right how she started picking up basketball i think that's where the topic derived from yeah and so the way that you know she's not very good Mm skill-wise she's not a good ball handler she's not a good shot maker in basketball but the one thing that i always tell her too is like hey if you can hustle and you can rebound and you can play defense, like just hustle, just run faster than the next person, run more, be more in shape, and things will start to come easier to you. So does it take skill to hustle? Not necessarily. No, I wouldn't say that. And so um, can you mess up frequently if you just hustle? Yeah, but what that puts you, the way I see it, right, like whenever I'm in better shape than my peers and playing basketball, if I can run more, and I'm more in shape, then I can do more for a longer period of time, consistency, okay. right? So now as she gets better skill-wise because of her hustle and her drive, then her skill is going to push her over the top compared to her peers. Because she's already ahead from an endurance standpoint. Exactly. I think, and we're referencing basketball, but I feel like this isn't just a, I mean, let's talk about some high-skilled level sports. Yes. I mean, not to say that basketball isn't, right? Because I... I I believe it's a high skill. Level I mean, you sport. played in college, right? And so, if you didn't believe that, then that means you had no. <laughs> I had no business <laughs> playing at the collegiate level. Fair enough, but like, okay, I feel like golf mm-hmm. is a very like just skill. Yeah, yeah. So I think it goes back to the overarching uh, response that it depends. I mean. Golf is skill, but it's a lot of endurance. Like playing eighteen holes, it is taxing. It, it is really ta- is. It is like, like I go play, and by like hole nine, <laughs> I'm like smoking a cigar, drinking a beer, and I'm, I'm like, done. I'm just gonna hit the shit out of this and like, see what happens. And see where it goes. <laughs> and then like, you if, should see his face, guys. Uh, I'm just gonna see what happens. And then if it, and if it lands in the green. Wonderful. then that's great if not then i go off my friend's ball <laughs> <laughs> the way to go well yesterday and, and it's true because but i okay for me it was like hole 14 i said oh my gosh we still have four more holes yeah. it's just taxing so yeah endurance is a part of it mm-hmm. but again going back to the point is that like there, there's different level of skill but if yeah. we speak specifically to basketball you can get away with building your endurance mm-hmm. and building your ability to you know obviously hustle it's one and the same but i think that for those of us that are a like you could even branch off of branch off into if you want to try something new yeah. you don't need to be highly skilled in yeah it. 
You know, I think that's something that we've talked about in the past. Try something new. Put yourself in an uncomfortable position. And I hear this quote day in and day out. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And um, for me, like we, we, if we reference golf, I was not good. Yeah. And I consistently showed up. I feel like that's a big thing. And it goes back to consistency. Yeah, do you ever work? Uh, on I occasion, feel like you're golf like three my days a week. golf game has like gotten so uh, so much stronger. But on occasion, I do work. I feel like it's important to. I feel work. like every time you post, you're golfing. Or at the pool. Yeah. Or sleeping. I haven't posted anything about it. How do you that. make a living? You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there is a thought that came to mind, but... Because <laughs> golfing takes so long. It does. It does. So, um, if, jokes aside, the clinic, no, <laughs> clinic is normally for me on Tuesday, Thursdays yeah. from 7 to 1, yeah. and then I'll go golfing in the afternoon. But I, by the time I want to go golfing, I'm tired. I don't I mean I don't have a beautiful newborn to take care of yeah. personally so I will do what I love aka golfing working out swimming sleeping is a big one for me oh yeah I know that <laughs> so anyways yeah. um, so skill in general is something that you don't necessarily need to to be able to excel like I, I really liked how you put that it, excel in sports performance mm-hmm. uh, you will eventually if you want to capitalize and be really good Skill you has need to work to come. on your skill. Yeah, skill, and it doesn't come overnight, right? Like we think about athletes, like great athletes, like Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, right? But people don't realize they put in the work. Like if you watch the documentary the of the of the Last Dance with Michael Jordan, oh like, yeah, he didn't make the team, and he went back all summer, and he couldn't like he wouldn't leave a basketball alone it's crazy yeah. to me that he didn't even he didn't make the varsity team well there's like some very like oh is is that a, okay. it's like he was a sophomore trying to make varsity and, and then his sophomore year he didn't make varsity but then he averaged like 45 points a game something oh, crazy so I didn't but like you would. but at the same time though like for someone that great to not make varsity oh yeah that's right? what i'm saying yeah. i mean we, we talk about lebron that kid mm-hmm. but he played for a private school, didn't he? Yeah. Not there's nothing wrong with the private school, but I'm saying that he his the level of competition wasn't as vast as Oh no. You know what I'm talking his, about? His level of competition was very Oh vast. it was? Yeah, he played against Carmelo and all them, like Never all mind. the major academies. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Apparently Fine. someone doesn't know. What? I didn't know that initially. No, but um at the end of the day, what we're saying if you don't have the skill for a sport or an activity that you really like, it's just you know putting in the work and building endurance like for me right like golf like i'm done by whole nine <laughs> and i love golf but then at the same time the way i looked at it is like how can does do i get more from it than i give it right and for me i don't like basketball to me is i get more out of from the time that i put in Weird. right so for me as much as I wanted my golf game to improve, I wasn't putting the golf in. And I would go play golf, and then I'd be frustrated. It's like, ah, my It's golf a very frustrating like, sport. Yeah, so you have to, like, obviously put in the work in. And for me, golf wasn't my priority. But if you show up to the driving range, like, once a week. Sure, Right, sure. work on your drive, on the endurance. Over time, the skill will come because you don't have to work on getting the grip right, <laughs> the drive right, the driver, the right driver. Just picking the fucking oh right driver. Sorry, I'm bringing language. <laughs> But like I was like, this is this a seven or a five or is this a hybrid? I Which one do I hit? Oh my gosh, you're not wrong. I'm telling you, like it's it is a very frustrating sport. But for me, because it, like just kind of talking on the other end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. I thoroughly love playing basketball, right? But I put my body through the ringer with other versions of workouts. And since I played collegiately, it was one of those things where 
taking a break and trying something different yeah. is, is good for yeah, me yeah, but I love definitely. playing still and, and so talking from showing up and trying to not necessarily perfect my game because Lord knows I need the help but going and detaching myself from work and being in a more relaxed setting is good for me mm-hmm. right and that's why I enjoy doing golf however basketball is, like, it's good it's good for the soul in my opinion yeah. so I will always love playing it it always has my heart but golf, in in a sense, is something that I get I get a little more out of it than yeah, say yeah. what you're talking about. You oh, know yeah, what I'm saying? Like definitely. that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. And again, skill. I had to sh- I had to like you're talking about at least show up to the range once a week or be consistent about yeah. grab like what golf club do I use and getting educated on that and it can be a pricey sport. So I have to reduce the amount of times that I go. But nonetheless. Mm-hmm. She goes and pays for golf, but doesn't pay for my lunch. That's true. Never do. Actually, you pay for it. She forgets her wallet. On purpose. On purpose. That's a lie. Um, Anyways, guys, I think that it, you know, go try a new skill. Uh, go try a new skill. Go and do something that you haven't done before. Just show up consistently. If it, if it's good for you, if it makes you happy, keep mm-hmm. doing it. You don't have to be highly skilled to do something different. Yeah, the skill will come with time. If you love something, it's going to happen. Nice. All right, well, have a good one, guys. Take it easy. Remember, this is Positive Reaction Podcast. This is Dr. D. And Dr. Serrano, where Where you you come come first. first.